everybody, Ian here. Welcome back to another time of worship and teaching on OSM Online. My hope and Corey's hope is that these short videos, guys, would just be an encouragement to you and would just continue to point you to Jesus, would continue to help you find Him and follow Him in these strange and uncertain days. But even though the days are uncertain or strange, we know that our God is consistent and He doesn't change and He is faithful and He is trustworthy. We can stake it all on Him. We can rely on Him fully, depend on Him fully, because He's the God of breakthrough. He's the God that always comes through, and He will never let us down. And we can just rejoice in that. We can walk lightly, because that is true. And so, um, before we begin, I just want to share with you some words from Jesus in Matthew 10, verses 29 through 31. Jesus is speaking, and He's saying, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground outside of your father's knowledge or care. And even the very hairs of your head are numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Just this beautiful reassurance that God deeply cares about you. He deeply cares about me. His eyes are always on us. And he will always provide for us one day at a time. And that's the great invitation, guys, is just to walk with him. One day, one day at a time in what he calls life and life to the full. And so we're going to open up with a song now that my, my, my prayer for you is that you would just receive it as this declaration of how God sees you. That he sees you as someone worth dying for. As someone who is deeply loved by him. So uh, just think about that. Think about Jesus' words in Matthew 10 there as we sing this song. But he brought me in Oh, his love for me Oh, his love for me Through the sun sets free Oh, it's free indeed I'm a child of God Yes, I a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me. Who the Son sets free, who is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, in my Father's Say I am. You 
are for me, not against me. God, I am who you say I am. One more time now. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. God, I am who you say I am. Yes, I am who you say I am. Sing it out. about singing those words over, over over this world right now. And so I just want to invite you into the time as we close uh, to do that. And uh, however you're feeling led, if you want to sing this out, just declare it over your life, your situation, your circumstances, your world, feel free. You're, you're so welcome and encouraged to do that. Or if you just want to listen and sit still, maybe close your eyes, whatever would just connect you with God right now in the Spirit. You're invited to do that as we close out our time.
Corey Willoughby, student pastor here at OCC. Good to be with you guys again. Hey, uh, have you ever had to ask somebody for forgiveness? Uh, I'm sure that you probably have. Now, when we have to ask somebody for forgiveness, there's usually two kinds of attitudes that can come along with that. We're either asking because we really want forgiveness from that person, or we're asking because we feel like we have to. It's like when your parents tell you to say sorry to your brother or sister, and it's usually one of those sorry with the big eye roll you don't really mean it all that kind of stuff on the other side i'm sure that you've probably had those those experiences where somebody has asked you for forgiveness and again in that situation there's two kinds of attitudes you can have either you want to forgive that person or you don't man forgiveness can be a tough thing it can be tricky it can be messy it can be hard for us to ask for forgiveness because it means admitting we did something wrong or we messed up and we don't like to do that but it's also hard to forgive somebody because when we forgive someone it means that we're going to let go of whatever it is that they did to hurt us or wrong us in the red letters we're going to look at today, Jesus tells a parable that deals with this and the lesson that he teaches is one that we all need to pay attention to because the lesson that he teaches through this parable is that no matter how much stuff you have done to go against God, no matter how many wrong things we have done, God's forgiveness is even greater. And so in Matthew chapter 18, starting in verse 21, we see the parable of the unforgiving servant. So Jesus starts telling this story as a response to a question from one of his disciples, Peter. And Peter asks Jesus, Jesus, if someone does something wrong against me over and over again, how many times do I have to forgive them? And so Jesus responds by telling this parable. He says, there's a servant who owes his master a large amount of money. Jesus says that the servant owes 10,000 talents. A talent is an amount of money. And just to give you an idea, in today's world, 10,000 talents would be about $4.5 billion. What? Now, right there, you may be like, oh, whoa, hold on. Let's just pull back a little bit. That's an absurd amount of money. Why do you, why are you starting there, Jesus? Jesus wants to make sure that the disciples and anyone else who hears this story understands how big of a deal this is. You see... What happens during this time is if someone owes another person an amount of money and they can't pay it, the, uh, the person that they owe the money to has every legal right to have that person arrested and put in prison or to do even worse. Now, in this case, what happens is the master, the guy who is owed the money, he orders for the servant, for the servant's wife, their children, and all of his possessions to be sold to make up the money that he owes. And when he hears this, man, the servant falls on his knees and begs for mercy. 
And Jesus says the master has pity on him. And he doesn't just lower the amount that the guy owes. He forgives the entire debt, all of it. He owes absolutely nothing now from four and a half billion dollars to zero. This guy now has a clean slate. It's unbelievable. Now, you would think that this guy who has just been given the biggest break of his life would be looking for and ready to share that experience and to pass on the blessing and pay it forward to other people. But no, Jesus says after he's been forgiven this massive debt, this servant goes out and finds someone who owes him the equivalent of about $40 and says he confronts the person, starts demanding his money, even starts to choke him. And when the guy can't pay, he has him thrown in prison until he can pay off the debt. Now, there's some other people around who see this happen, and they can't believe it. They go to the master who forgave this guy this huge amount of money, and they tell him what just happened. And furious, the master calls the servant back in, and check out what happens. In Matthew chapter 18, starting in verse 32, it says, Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he could pay his whole debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. You see, when it comes down to it, this parable, the point isn't about money. It's about sin. It's not about the, the amount of money this guy owed. It's this story to make the connection of we have an amount of sin in our life that is so big we will never be able to make up for it. But God's forgiveness is bigger. See, when it comes down to it, everyone has sinned. You, me, your parents, your friends, everyone. We have all sinned. We have all done things to go against God. That's why this parable is such an important one, because you have sinned. I have sinned. We have mistakes. We have done wrong things. But if we have faith in God, God has forgiven you. No matter how many wrongs you have done, God still has forgiven you. Check out Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. And then in Romans 8, chapter, one, or chapter 8, verse 1, it says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Man, what all this means is that when you put your trust and your faith in Jesus, God doesn't hold your sin against you because he has taken care of that. He forgave you when he sent Jesus to die on the cross. And God has forgiven you. And because of that, because God has forgiven us, we should be ready to love and show forgiveness to others. Because God has shown his great love for us and forgiving us of our sins, we can turn around and show the love of God to other people by forgiving them when they do wrongs against us. When we forgive people, we are showing that we have truly transformed into a new person because of Christ. And that is what God's love is all about. In 1 John 4, 19, it says that we love because God first loved us. Man, God loves us. God forgives us. And because of that, 
we get to go out and love and forgive others. Hey, I hope that today was just a good reminder for you if you've heard this all before. And if this is the first time that you're hearing that there is a God that loves you and forgives you of the wrong things you have done when you place your trust in him, man, I am so happy that you were able to hear that truth today. If you want to talk more about any of this stuff, please feel free to reach out to me. You can hit me up on email, which will be here on the screen. Uh, social media will be listed at the end of this. And so you can send a message on any of that stuff. I would love to talk to you guys. A few things we want you guys to know about. We've got Tailgate Thursday still happening every Thursday in July here on our campus from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Show up and uh, bring your car, bring your truck, bring whatever, uh, and bring your food. It's going to be a good time just to hang out, play some games, get to see each other uh, while still being safe and, and keeping some social distance. We also want to let you high schoolers know, be paying attention to social media because we've got a hangout event happening at the end of this month that we want you to come to. We want you to bring your friends. It's going to be awesome. Social media is going to have that information for you this week and it's going to be a good time with all that stuff we love you guys we look forward to seeing you all on sundays either nine o'clock or 11 a.m on on campus in person or online we love you guys always reach out to us if you got questions and we will see you guys later see ya